Everybody start clapping right now. We got a, we got a real one. Jamaica Finley, what it is, boy? Hey, man, I live in a dream, man. Hey, man. I'm living a dream. Hey, you looking like the dream. Man. Look, look, you see, Jack need to see these kicks, man. Exclusive. I look good, get paid good. Hey, man. <laughs> but, man, we got to do it like this, man. For everybody that ain't knowing Dev Dumb, stupid living up under a rock, man. Tell them where you're from. I'm Jermichael Finley. I'm from Dabal, Texas, um, East Texas. Uh, played for the Packers for a couple years. First, let's go back. Texas Longhorn, first of all. Hey, right, we here. Hey, right, we here. Right, I got my guy over here. He's the OU fan, but hey, we here. But no, uh, man, thank you guys for having me here, man. Wait, wait, wait. What, what, what was the greatest Texas Longhorn game you've seen? Seen. Oh man, I got to go back to the national championship game with, with Vince, Vince Bro, Long, USC. Hey, hard. That was, yeah, that was hey, everything. Uh, and, and it's still the iconic game. Uh, it's, 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 it's the best game uh, uh, played um, in, in college football. Uh, and, and my, that's my opinion. That's my opinion. Man, before we go all the way in there, man, just give us a little brief synopsis of, you know, what was it like growing up in East Texas? Uh, it was different, man, uh, especially in the realm of life that I, that I had grown to be in, um, that my profession was in. Playing football in East Texas was different. My opinion, once again, that's where football was invented. Uh, if you go back and look and look at all the players that came through East Texas, you got, you got AP, you got uh, Reggie McNeil, uh, myself, um, you got um, the O line there at Washington, 71, uh, Big Boy. Uh, man, what's Big Boy? Love from Longview, Texas. Hey, uh, he's getting paid off now, but you got that guy. But once again, that's what football is invented. And uh, so if you look through the National Football League, you see East Texas all around that thing. How, I mean, when you, was, when you was growing up, right, in East Texas, at what point did you realize, man, I'm better than everybody? Like, I'm just way better than everybody. I, you, you get to a point where you, you see kids, uh, especially in the realm of life I grew up, I grew up in a, uh, in a rough part of town. Uh, you've seen kids getting in trouble, going to jail, doing this, but had the same caliber of, of uh, athleticism you had. Uh, they, they were, they could throw the ball, they can run, they could do all the things you did, but at the end of the day, they didn't have the, the mindset to make it out the, the ghetto. And, um, and that's, what, that's one thing that I had um, that, that went against me in a good way was um, I had the mindset, I had the, the supporting, I had the, you know what I mean, uh, the, the home set to, to make it out the hood. And uh, that, that's, what, that's what beat the odds, was me being very disciplined. Hard thing, especially when you're younger, you know, and you're talented in sports. You see all these absolutely that and obstacles that come across young talented brothers. What made you keep that focus and that uh, discipline? Uh, seriously, on a real note, is is my grandmother. She was very, she was an East Texas lady, uh, very Southern, uh, born in Arkansas, Little Rock, Arkansas. So she was about a book, you know what I mean. So uh, when the street lights came uh, went off, I'm at the crib. When the street lights came on, you know what I mean. We out. We are doing our thing, but <clears throat> I think it was my grandmother that that held me tight, that kept me to, you know, I mean, being a very, very structured kid. So, for the fans that's around the world, they may not know. Uh, can you explain to them how important football is in, is in Texas, and yes. also like the celebrity status that football Texas high school players get wow. around yeah. the town? Wow. I'm I'm dealing with it as as we speak. I got a um, I got a 15 year old now, Caden uh, Finley. 
uh, dealing with it now. And we, we're in Omeka, a football in Alito, Texas, where these kids have won 12 state titles and uh, 12 state titles uh, out, of, out of the last, what, 14 years or whatnot. And, and you, get, you get to a point where there's a sense of entitlement uh, with these kids now because the All-American tags getting uh, French uh, put on kid here. You got these kids over here that won 10 state, uh, uh, coach that won 10, t- 10 state titles. And, and it, it's just a, it's a crazy dynamic because the kids never really make it past that level because they, you know what I mean, they get so, they, they, yeah, they get so caught up in, yeah, life happens. And uh, I mean, uh, my kid has a plus with that because he has me at the crib, uh, you know what I mean, detailing him up and, and telling him what's right and wrong in this world right now. So now we, we had uh, Zeke Elliott's dad come on the platform, right? And one thing he, he pointed out was that dads kind of get the short end of the stick when it comes to, you know, the kid makes it and he shouts out the mom. <laughs> he never really shouts out the dad, or they'll use the dad, oh, you man. know, like the fight against the dad. <laughs> what do you feel about that? Do you do you see? Did you see a lot of um, dads growing up? You know what I mean? Wow, uh, I, I didn't. Uh, on the real, uh, I, I was raised without a father. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, my mom, my mom was there, but it was more like it was more like sisters, brothers. We had that dynamic where you know what I mean, hey, you you want to do something, you come to my house and do it. Yeah. And close the door. You feel me? But other than that, man, you got to have that dynamic with your kid where he can come tell you anything. You know what I mean? It, it can't be a closed book where um, if, he's, if he's over here doing this, he, he come to Pops and Pops criticizing about this. Now you get into a, a state of mind where the kid go, he's hiding stuff from me now. Or, or if you're out showing your ass or whatnot and your kid is the best kid in the National Football League, you can't, you can't do certain things because the eye in the sky don't lie. Amen. Now... You're not, you're a young man, and you have a 15-year-old son. I mean, your lifestyle can't be too much different. Right. You know, how do you keep him grounded? How do you keep him from losing his head? Like, what are some of the things you tell him so he doesn't lose his way inside of the, you know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's, uh, it's tough. It's tough, man. Um, uh, we, like, like, we just went to a camp, what, two or three days ago, um, All-American camp down in um, San Antonio. And you get this label, um, and once you get this label of All-American, it sticks with you through high school, college, and when you get to the professional league, just uh, All-American here, you was All-American in college. So you, you, gotta, you gotta be able to talk to your kid, to, you know what I mean? Dad's here. Uh, I love you regardless with this football, with $90 million, with $100 million or not, it pops here. And uh, that's, that your kids gotta feel that though. It just can't be a persona, it can't be put on in front of certain people. It's got to be backstage love, and and that's what kids want now. They wanna they wanna feel love, and um, I mean some sense of care. That's facts. That's facts. And for you yourself, um, when it came to aspirations to get in the NFL, when does that start? That starting like when you're playing Pee Wee uh, High School? Does it start in college? Like yeah, uh, no, nah, it, it started. No, nah, it started long ago. Um, my my game was basketball, really, and, and, and yeah. Yeah, and and uh, it was me and my grandmother at the time. I told her, grandmother, I'm going, I'm going to lead in something. You know what I mean, because something, because we, we where I'm from, it ain't. You know what I mean, it's, it's certain kids that that want the pigskin and want like the the life, and some kids that need it. I was that kid over here that that needed that life. You know what I mean, to to help my my family get out of the situation that I was in, and and um, and, and that's what I deal with now. I got a, I got a kid that's he, like I said, he walks in, he's. He's got it made, and um, I just try to keep that sense of hunger in him, yeah. and uh, that, that's all I need. Now, I got to ask, uh, on the road to college, right, 
Um, was Texas like the first people that recruited you? Was that the, the, the college you wanted to go to at the time? Uh, at the time, at the time, not. I was uh, once again. My grandmother, she she really didn't like the contact and and, and the game of football. Uh, she saw the game way down the road. And I, I was a player that was like, I want to play, I want to play. But she was like, Nah, boy, I'm gonna take care of you. Right. I'm gonna take care of you. And uh, next thing I know, I have Lou Dotson sitting in my in my living room, and uh, in the projects in a what, 15 square foot crib. Right. I mean, I got Lou Dotson six six. Uh, uh, sitting in the living room, I'm like, man, the uh, University of Arizona at the time. And uh, he was like, we're going to offer you a full ride to the University of Arizona. I'm like, I'm in. It was no question. I, I was in it to win it. And uh, we, did, we did that. And uh, a few, a few uh, what, years down the road, I got I offered that sophomore year. Mac Brown came to 11th hour of my, of my high school career. He was like, here at the University of Texas, we want to offer you a scholarship. So I'm like, shit. I'm at the crib. I get to stay at home. Uh, my grandmother gets to touch me often. You know what I mean? And uh, it was very, it was very, um, it was yeah, it was a spot to be at the time. Texas was so. Uh, Mac Brown offered me that scholarship to play football. Yeah. It, it was a no-brainer. I, I, I took that. I took that all day. I feel like kids that grew up with their grandma. I never had a grandmother, but I feel like kids that grow up with their granny get real wisdom in game. What is what is something that stuck with you that she gave you? <laughs> She said, she said a lot of things that stuck with me, and, and that's one thing because she's she's a praying grandma, you know. What I mean, she's oh, yeah. she's she's in touch with a different with, with a different realm of life, and she just told me just to stay real to yourself, and uh, that's what I always kept, and uh, take care of your people, and uh, and, and that and that's me today. And uh, like I said, my grandmother, she, she's the she's the rock she's the rock in my life as we speak, and uh, she still gives me knowledge today. Let's go through it uh, as far as the college uh, situation, uh, you know. Players normally got paid nothing to go to college. Yeah, likenesses, you know, NCAA, you know, with the video games go out there, but players never got paid, and they're um, what they call incentives to go to certain schools. Right, right. They'll try to do it under the table. Did they ever try to throw it at the game? <laughs> Look at this guy. Hey, hey we gonna go there. <laughs> we gonna go there. Did they ever like? Oh, did a carver pull up? This unknown nigga, clean uh, title. Like, hey, we... I, uh, no. At, at the at the time, it was it was so because um, Reggie Bush had just got popped for his situation. Yeah, we um, and so at the time it was very, very tight, um, and it was very detailed in everything they did as far as agency, and, yeah. and, and, and so it was a way to do it. But at the time, man, I, <laughs> what, what were some of the ways? <laughs> we can talk about it now. Oh man, nah. I, I, the first, the first uh, agency I went with was um, it was Vince Young's agency. He had started the agency it's called Next Level, um, and he that was right after he won a national title. Yeah. <laughs> right, and, and, and things and things start getting discombobulated and whatnot, uh, especially coming out with the guy that you know what I mean. He hit he hit an iconic level instantly, uh, overnight. So starting the agent firm really was it really wasn't the you know what I mean the the style I was looking for because of you know what I mean once you get into the agency now you're in the game you're a grown man. They sending you out to the wolves now you got to take care of your business and. It's just, I was probably one of the youngest guys coming in the National Football League at the time. So I was still trying to, you know what I mean, grab my feet and uh, gather myself. Uh, but at the time, yeah, there you go. it wasn't good. And how do you feel about the college players now able to, like, make money off their likeness now? I, I think I think it's a good thing. Good, it's good and bad, uh, especially dealing with the young athlete that I deal with. Uh, because you show kids, uh, first of all, you get money real early. 
and and you have a long career, then kids start losing that hunger and that and that aspiration of playing yeah. playing the game. And if you give me at the time you gave me three or four million dollars, I'm like I'm like Roger Goodell, I'm done. I, I don't I don't want no more. And so I think I think they they lose that they lose that hunger. Who who are some players right now that you feel like in the NFL have lost their hunger? <laughs> No, I don't know. I, no, you, you can sit all around the lead, though. Guys lose it. If you get paid uh, here and there, I want to check here. You, some guys, though, but if you came from that, that the land and, and the place of uh, where, I mean, this is all I got, you continue to, you continue to have that hunger and that, that, uh, that drive to keep going. We're going to get to the NFL part of it, but I got to ask you, uh, you seen the movie He Got Game, right? I, I'm not a movie guy, bro. But so you never seen he got ever, never, okay. never. So in this movie, uh, Jesus Shuttleworth's son goes off to a college, and uh, they persuade him by sending females. You're <laughs> funny. How often do, does that happen to college? That's so. That's so funny. You're a funny, and dude. Women just start. I think. I think. And I think not in college, but. When you get to that level where um, the finances come in place and um, you're performing and you're doing something here and there, you know what I mean? Um, I mean, you, 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 yeah. Yeah, things happen. Now we got to ask you since you're here, bro. What is your definition of a 10? Definition of a 10? Yeah, a female that's a 10. Oh, wow, I like that. That's a good question. Uh, um, it, it's, it's where everybody in your group or in your family can get together and be one. If, 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 if everybody, oh, yeah, 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 yeah if, 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 if everybody, if everybody around and uh, clicking on the same note, that's what you call a team. And there's no, there's no, uh, a 10, a 10, I, a ten. I thought, I thought, I thought, I thought he said a team. No, I fuck with that answer too though. Go ahead and finish that up. Now we go, and then we're going to get to the bullshit. Oh, uh, a 10 and like a female? Yeah, Oh, uh, you're, you're, you're really good. Oh, I like it. Oh, that's even better. Um, a 10 in my book, yes. it's, it's got to be from head to toe. So let me ask you this. If like, the face ain't all that, but the body, fool. Like, we, we, can't, we can't take but what's it. The, what's the rating? Uh, the rating? Uh, yeah, you get, yeah, but, yeah, butter face, I can't take it. But if you got a pretty face, big booty, yeah. nah, I want the whole thing. What's the whole thing? The face, the, uh, the ass, the titties, Everybody. feet. Be there, be there. Be there. Wait, so if everything right but the feet, will she get nine and nine and a half? Damn, I'm 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 detailed as hell too. Yeah, she yeah, she she'll get by for the night though. Let me let me she'll see get... if there's a particular because I like if a female needs a fit on her nails, that bothers me, right? Yeah, that bothers me too, because if, if I see it, you damn sure see it. Right. Uh, I uh, shouldn't even notice, but I noticed. <laughs> so you know I know you <laughs> So does any other categories count? Because we were having a conversation like, can she cook? Is she is she nice? Does she, what's, how does she treat a man? Like, like, does that, does that right. matter to? Yeah, you, you, you got yeah, you to be able to cook. You got to do the whole thing. Cook, clean. Even though I probably have a maid, but you got to be able to like pick up some shit a little bit. That's, that's a tad bit. That's a look. Yeah, we might have a maid, but you got to be able to, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. At, at least. Now, let's say, now here's one question. This is always a debate. Now, let's say she is a 10 and she has all those qualities that you need. Does her finances matter to you? Yeah. 
Yes, it does. At, at this point in my life, yeah, I, I don't need you, but you got to meet me 50-50. Yeah, you know, you got to do, do something that really intrigues me and catch my eye or, or pull up in something. Yeah, yeah. Can't, yeah. You can't, yeah. can't be pulling up in a Hyundai or nothing or shit like that. When's the last time a woman took you out on a date? Wow, that's pretty good. Last time, uh, never. <laughs> Nah, nah. See, that's my thing. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a man. You know what I mean? I, I step up, and uh, you know what I mean. I'm, I'm the guy that really flipped the bill all the time. So, I don't really need all that. So you don't even try to test him? Nah, don't no. It ain't no testing here. Oh, he just. Stay with the car. All right, all right. Sorry, keys and all gas, no brakes. That's real. That's real. All right, so um. Let's do it like this, cause you know uh, we do want to get as far as um, your, your time in the uh, in college was you know, spectacular. I believe you what you did two years in college. Or, uh, yeah, I done so I done two years in college. Um, I was a redshirt uh, sophomore. Yeah. I played two on the field and redshirted one year. There you go. And uh, NFL became like just you know honestly the numbers you were putting up. It's like you had to uh, you know it, you you was gonna go that way. So tell us about that. Take us through like draft day. Uh, take us through like um, just even getting picked. Uh, to go to the NFL for your mama, you know, cause yeah, yeah. you know how does how does mama take you? Like, I, like, like, do you just go buy a Bentley off top? Do you like what? What do you do? Like, once you know, like, hey, I'm in the NFL now. We about to go. Absolutely. Uh, at, at the time, um, we I, I went to East Texas um, on draft day. I was drafted in the third round. The NFL is all about who you know. Mm -hmm. I mean, in the time you got to know someone. You know I mean, it ain't just like get drafted. Your age, somebody in your circle has to know someone to get to get in that circle in the NFL because it's very tight. So um, at the time, um, I didn't know I was going to get drafted. It was just one guy that my agent knew at the time um, in Houston, Texas, uh, Lorenzo Highsmith. He played for Miami with the bad boys. Uh, and we, we, knew, we knew him. And at the time, we hit him up. We was like, we got, this, we got this kid, Texas, from East Texas, too. Went to the University of Texas. And he's a dog. Uh, uh, you need to check him out. And so we sent film out to him. Um, at the time, I, they had me undrafted all the way. It was like from first round undrafted, bro. They opened, they opened me up all the way. And, um, and uh, I, was, I was just confused. I'm like, man, when am I going to get drafted here? Next thing I know, uh, my name popped up. Uh, well, we got uh, Ted Thompson hit me up and Mike McCarthy at the time here, Cowboys coach. Yeah, he hit me up and it was like, uh, we drafted you to Green Bay. I was like, oh, shit. I said, I need, I need all the Nintendo games I need going to Green Bay. Cause it ain't shit there, and so uh, I, I get I get there, land. Um, it's snowing. It's probably negative twelve at the time. Wind, windshield negative twelve. I'm like I'm, I said the same thing. I'm like, damn, I got I got to go catch a ball from Aaron Rodgers and negative twelve weather. The way he throw the ball, and uh, at the time um, I didn't think it was gonna be a blessing. Then uh, I got drafted there. Probably was the best decision of my life. See that it was an NFL films where there was this black player. He was like, man, it's cold as hell. Like he just kept saying, it's yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, it, it was that feeling. How, yeah, because you're from Texas, so we, you know, we ain't used to that. Yeah, absolutely. So how did you adjust to that? Like, uh, they always say home field advantage and Lambeau field advantage and the frozen tundra. At, but we, 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 it's even playing field because uh, as the other team coming out, the visual squad coming out, I'm cold too. But you just got to play that persona and play that part. I mean, you've been here for four years. You should be used to this cold. And at the time, I don't know, I can't tell now, but uh, McCarthy, he don't like guys playing with um, sleeves. Our offensive guys got to play no sleeves on. 
And uh, we went to Chicago. I can go back and went to Chicago. It was negative 25 windshield. I'm like, shit, I went in for halftime. I went in for halftime and thawed out. I'm like, we got to go back out here. At the, at the time, they, they pay you that they pay they pay you that cheese. So you got to make a business decision then. When is when is that called? Does that bring a different type of game out of you? Uh, it's different. Uh, at the time, uh, you got you got twelve you got twelve throwing the ball at uh, the same velocity as in we're in Miami and yeah. eighty degree, ninety degree weather. So I didn't change my hands up thirty times before the ball got here, and and it's just one of those things you gotta you gotta adapt to, especially at the time I was the highest paid tight end. So you better catch the damn ball. So it's, it's just it's just something you got to do. Did they ever mic you up like during the game? I I got mic'd up a couple of times. Like, did they use your audio or were you like too just guys? Yeah, that's too much. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a certain guy we want on this mic. <laughs> yeah, not this ain't, ain't this guy. What does a twenty-something year old do with that much money? Man, at, at the time, man. Hey, and then next flashes across the ticker. Then your family hit you up. The women hit you. Like, how does how do you deal with that? Uh, it, it's just it's just some. At the time, I was married, so yeah, I dealt dealt with it pretty good. Uh, but um, it, it's just one of those things that you you have to listen to all the seminars, the people they got coming in, the the former players that they have coming in, the rookie symposium that they that they help you with, um, and you just really have to take take that all in and um, seize the moment at the time. And I think some guys go into them symposium and uh, and, uh, and, um, and the seminars and, and take it for granted. And uh, and them other guys at, at the end of the day, at the 11th hour, are sick um, with no money, um, uh, bankrupt, and uh, yeah, have nothing. So yeah, I was one of those guys taking notes. Is it easy to come out the NFL with nothing? With nothing? Yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't know, because that wasn't me. Right. <laughs> um, can you say your first frivolous purchase was like? You just wanted this because you wanted it. Uh, yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't for me. Um, at the time, I was very content. I just, I, I had got my license at 18 years old, bro. Okay. 18 going on 19. Um, so a car wasn't in uh, my best interest because I just started driving on the highway. Um, but helping my grandmother out with all what all her um, you know, things that she helped me through high school with, uh, the J.C. Penney bills and the the bells and the Foot Locker, getting the J's. And all of that stuff. So uh, just going back, just helping my grandma to get uh, get on her feet. With you being married married at the time, uh, versus let's say other players coming in with who weren't married, did you see spending habits differ? Absolutely. How bad was it for those who were just single bachelors out there? Yeah, it, it was it was pretty it was vicious. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, it, it was vicious. Uh, it, it, it's to the point where you got. Especially the young single guys that's coming to lead, uh, making a lot of bread. Uh, they, they go year to year. You know what I mean, as far as if you got a guy that's making four a year, he'll he, he'll run through all that, and you you can you'll know the guys that that that's going broke because they're ready for the season to pop back up. You know, bro? I can't I can't wait to training camp. I can't wait for this because guess what? It's that every two two weeks check. Hey, that do that do some good. You know what I mean? So. It's, in the NFL, living check to check—that's just wild. But you get you get a habit that is, is really hard to break, especially um, getting contact after contact. Um, you know, what I mean, um, most guys lower their head, and if you get the frontal lobe, it's it's more impulsive. If you're getting hit in the front, it's, it's impulsive shit. You know, what I mean, if, if it's bruising all of this in front of your head, the habits become more easier because you can't think. You ain't thinking clearly, oh, wow. and the concussions and all that. 
I, if I see that, I want that. You feel me? With cars too. If I like that car and it look good, I want that because all the guys, you get you get hit every. It's a car wreck every week. So how can you think if you got all of this part of your front of your brain bloody and just I mean you can't see it bloody, but that's how you think. If if I see if I see a pretty girl and and I'm not thinking clearly and I got alcohol on my brain, then we ready. I mean, and, and that's that's the things that that I was very proactive with. Uh, leaving the game and uh, and being proactive with my uh, treatment. Because uh, now you made me, because uh, you know a lot of players coming out of the league they're violent. Right, 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 right. Um, so could that contribute to some of that, the trauma that they went through in the game? Uh, yeah, yeah, a, a little bit, but most of the trauma comes from you know what I mean the the practice collisions, um, the the guys that you get them the dogs that can fight through the collisions and the, the concussions and all of that. And uh, yeah, it's just it's just one of those things that you just have to, once again, go to the, the neuro doctors and all of that. The things the things that the NFL provides you with. So I gotta ask. I mean, we've seen just this year. I mean, we've seen some crazy catastrophic things on the field. We've seen two with the with the concussion. Him just dropped on the field, and right. everybody was like, "Oh shit!" Like we've seen it the week before. Right. So how often do you think that really happens to where the players really are going through it, but they just kind of want to get in the game? And still be out there for their team and, and risk they. Yeah, I, I think I think it happens more often than uh, we think. Uh, you know I mean, now that I'm a spectator watching it from right. the outside, um, it happens a lot. You know I mean, um, at the time I had an injury, um, yeah, back back when I was playing or whatnot, I had it week three of the season. Um, got nicked up, uh, got banged up, and uh, you know what I mean, at the time, it, I'm a sudden guy. I like to get up quick. You know what I mean, show you I'm good. You know what I mean, at the time I got up, done the same thing, and just. I mean, I got flimsy, you know what I mean? Um, and and only way that everything went off in the stadium. I couldn't hear nobody. Only way I got to the damn sideline was I saw yellow pants, the Green Bay, the Green Bay pants. So I'm like, shit, I go that way. So I just started walking off. The next thing I know, I collapsed. I didn't know what the hell happened. I, just, I was just in the locker room next minute. And um, it got to week nine of that same shit tour went through where they let them play. They thought it was another injury. Went week nine and uh, I, I got paralyzed for, I was paralyzed for three weeks, lumped over. Yeah. So let's touch on that. And uh, well, right before we get to that, how do you feel the, the NFL does with the concussion protocol, as far as keeping players out, making sure they're good to go back in? Right. 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 Tests? How How would you grade them as far as how they? I, I think I think I think uh, they do they do their job as far as you know, I mean checking the players, uh, taking them to the blue tent, doing the evaluation. It's just to players to the extent where they know the game and they know how to get out the concussion protocol and know how to, you know what I mean, do the test. I mean, you do the test, you know what I mean, they take you through the test in the off season. This is what comes on the concussion test. This is what does that. So the guys are not, you know what I mean, especially if you're getting paid that much and they're telling you uh, next week you may not get a check because of this and that, guys are going to check out and, you know what I mean, and, and figure out how to get out the concussion protocol. And, and, that's, and that's just where the game's at. Now, um, what is your mind state when you see that you're facing paralysis? And you're, oh, you're, you're kind of in an unknown state of how long this might last. Yeah, um, once again, that, that's, a pro, that's a proactive thing. You know I mean, if you, leave, if you leave the National Football League um, uh, not being um, on top of your game as far as um, going to the doctors um, and, and they putting all of these, uh, these people and these doctors in front of your face, you got to take advantage of that because it's, it's not for no reason. You know what I mean, they give me this insurance to do this. 
I think guys don't, after the game, guys get so caught up in themselves and doing so many other things that they don't focus on the fine details that the, the National Football League is giving us for a, a playbook to do this, I do that. And um, yeah, I took, I took full advantage of it. I took probably two years of time out um, after I retired to, you know what I mean, gather myself to be, uh, you know what I mean, an everyday person. I mean, and that's, that's what guys, I, I think, that's what guys don't do, yeah, in my opinion. Because similar to uh, DeMar Hamlin just had a situation where he pretty much died on the field and they actually stopped. Absolutely. Game. You had a, a pretty traumatic injury where you got hit and was paralyzed on the field. Um, when, when you see them stop the game, do you agree with that decision or is it because, you know, there's some people like Skip that was like, why is the game not going on? And it seems to be See, For y'all, you know, yeah. is it like a show must go on thing? Like, See, he's, a, he's a spectator. He's a guy that has to go behind the scenes and talk about it. You know what I mean? So I can't take his opinion and his, uh, I mean, his thought too far. But uh, other than them, uh, them, them guys counseling the game and postponing the game, I think that's the, that's the right move. You know what I mean? You got a guy here that, that literally died on the field. I mean, really risked his life. We, like I said, we say that when we go in the locker room, we say we'll die for this game, you know what I mean? But at the end of the day, when you fall, you're like, man, look her. Man, get me off this field. That's the first thing I said when I got paralyzed. I was like, please. I, told, I was like, Lord, if you get me off this field, I'll never do nothing ever again. Man. I mean, it was just, it was just, <laughs> it was just one of those things. Please get me up. So what does the NFL do for players that go through that? Like, did, did they Good hold question. down the medical bills? Did they? Nah. Uh, so for myself, over the over the time I was in the lead, um, I went through uh, year one, and I was like, uh, yeah, I'm getting my, getting my feet wet. I'm playing all right. Year two, I started playing a little reckless. Year three, we got real reckless playing. Uh, where you know I mean, getting the ball, trying to find. You know I mean, getting yards after the catch. And so me and my agent had sat down and. Uh, I mean, start doing our homework. I was like, man, I need to sign a disability policy. I don't give a fuck what is on. It could be my, my fingers, my ears, uh, my toes, uh, uh, of course, my knee. And so happened at the end, I was like, dog, in my neck. And so, and so at the time, at the time, um, it was four years, four years advanced before I did that. Then, then my seventh year, I was like, give me my neck one more time because I was playing at a whole high I, you had to you had to sign. So the the policy at the time was a couple a, a couple k to sign for a couple million. So it was it was it was some chunk, it was some change. And uh, every year you it, it had to renew over and over and over. And so I got to my my six, sixth year, where it was my contract year, where I was going to go get some bread. And uh, my agent's like, let's let's go to the top with it. Let's go get a let's go get a good policy because you playing like not not a, a typical uh, tight end right now. And so we signed a $10 million policy at the time. And, um, and so happened, eight, uh, week eight, my, my, ass got, uh, my ass got paralyzed. Uh, and, uh, and it was with Lords of London. That was the insurance company. Yeah, Lords of London, uh, definitely over there. They, they definitely pay out well. Um, but, but let's walk through that, because that's a scary thing to, um, uh, to realize that I can't, I can't move my toe. I don't feel right. my toes off. Walk us through whether, whatever play it was and just kind of what was going through your mind right. as that immediately happened. It, it was routine. It was, uh, shit, I can remember like it was yesterday. It was, it was routine. It was uh, fourth quarter at the time. We were supposed to be out the game. Um, I ain't going to lie to you. Probably next day I was probably going to get $100 million. I was about to sign a contract, at least 70. And so uh, probably next, next day, that's how shit was working. And, and at the time, uh, 
Nah, it was routine. Fourth quarter playing against Cleveland Browns was whooping that ass. And uh, I'm like, why the hell are we still in the game? And then 12 threw me a routine ass slant. And so my ass, I'm trying to get yards at the catch. They told me to slide. I was like, I don't know shit about sliding. They give me the ball, I'm getting work, you feel me? And I uh, did that. And uh, next thing I know, I, I ducked my head. Ne man, next thing I know, I was looking at the sky, no. And uh, at the time, I was like, I was talking to myself, I was like, damn, it's me now, because I always seen guys do that on the field. You've seen it multiple times. I was like, fuck, I'm glad that ain't me. You know what I mean? So happened, I got to my seven year, bro. That, that was me on the ground just, and, I, and I, at the time, I was just like, shit, give me, and at the time, it was like damn near 100 bees stinging me at the time. It's like, it's like a, that's the feeling. You get ASAP. It's like you're going straight to, I mean, you go straight numb, ASAP. What are you trying to lift? You trying to lift your hand, your neck, your lift your hand, your neck, your toes? Uh, at the time, I was, I was just, man, I was, at the time, I, I started praying instantly, man. And uh, I was like, <laughs> I ain't going to lie to you. I was like, man, please get me off this ground. And, uh, and I was like, please, okay, this is what you do right now. You try to move your arm. Next thing I know, I was like, that thing ain't moving. So my legs was down. I was like, I try to spread your legs. I was like, I was like, Corliss, man. At the time, his name was Corliss. I was like, man, tell these people to come get me out this field. I can't fucking move. And next thing I know, I just, I passed out. Because that's what the first thing you do. When, when pain tolerance get too far, you just go, you go to sleep. And that's the first thing, that's the first thing I did, man. Thank God you made it out of that. What did Granny say? Oh, uh, yeah, Granny, she was on the first flight smoking. She was in the hospital before I was. <laughs> and uh, dead serious. And, uh, yeah, that was, a, I, I, I never hear that down a day. She said, boy, I told you. And, uh, and, and that was the first thing she told me when I picked basketball over football is that it's, it's a vicious game. And, uh, I know, and then, yeah, no, nobody really make it out if you really think about it. You get. You get the guys at the 17, the quarterbacks like Tom Brady, but if you play in a real, real live position, yeah. it's 99.9% .9 you're gonna get injured. It's just, it's just when you're gonna get injured. So, so how do now that, like you said, you got a son that plays, right? Football. Yeah. So, do you ever? Look, I mean, how do you? What game do you pass down to him? Does it scare you that he's going into the same kind of league you were? Yeah, I do. Uh, but he's so ate up and sold to the game. Not, not sold, but he's so ate up with it that you know what I mean. Um, you know what I mean? I try to groom him as much as possible. I say, get yours and get out. You know what I mean? And, and at the time, I'm raising him different. You know what I mean? He's, he's raised with a little money. He's raised with, you know what I mean, knowing a couple people here and there. Um, at the time, I was raised with just football. You know what I mean? If, if he gets to college, football's not working. And, you know what I mean? He's getting nicked up here and there. Of course, I'll pull him back. Uh, but, but like I said, he's living a totally different life than I did. And uh, I respect it, but, yeah, it's, just, it's different. Now, I got to ask you this, because I'm a Cowboys fan. We from Dallas. Did Dez catch the ball, man? Keep it away. Did Dak catch the ball? Yeah, I mean, Dez, Dez catch the ball? Did he catch it? Uh, <laughs> at the he time. all y'all asked that guy. Yeah, you was. You was. Yeah, hey, that. Was that you that caught that ball? Uh, uh, that was Cook. Okay, that was Cook. Okay. Yeah, Cook, at, at, the, at the time, it, it, was, it, it was a catch, because it, it was, um, I mean, ball, ball cause, cause a, it couldn't cause a fumble. So, you know what I mean? I, 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 I tell him that today. Why, why do the quarterbacks always be acting like, uh, you know how like the quarterbacks you gotta be, you gotta, you gotta be an actor. That's, not, that's the number one thing in the National Football League. You gotta be a ball player and an actor. <laughs> now, now, now um, and then I, were, I actually worked this because I used to be a beer vendor at the Cowboys. Y'all won a damn championship at the Cowboys Stadium. 
Yep. Against, the, against the Steelers. How did that feel, bro? I was awesome because it was it was back in my home state, um, and and it was kind of like a Green Bay feel because it was it was like low key snowing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the roads were slick. The wild. Texas people didn't know how to drive. Nah, Wrecks the, everywhere. Yeah, the, 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 the seat debacles. Hey, <laughs> it was hey. So it, it was it was right in our alley, and uh, yeah, I came here and, and we got some work done. How does it feel to win a Super Bowl? No, it's, it's different. Um, it, it's it's pretty sweet. Um, it's one of those things that it's hard. It's hard to get to the Super Bowl. I mean, you got 32 teams with 53 guys that is legit, the best in the world. And uh, getting to the Super Bowl is, uh, is is really tough. Do y'all have a parade in Green Bay? Hey, we had a parade. Hey, I know. Hey. And, and, did, y'all, did y'all celebrate a Greek man? Did y'all I, 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 on the real, on the real, that's nothing to them. That's they shirt off in that weather. Shirt off. They they, they shirt off. Damn. <laughs> uh, so that year, I had got I got nicked up um, late thirteenth the thirteenth week uh, of the season. So we got there, and uh, man, like I said, I played so reckless, bro. I, I was getting nicked up often, like like real talk. Now, I do got to ask this question. Aaron Rodgers, you know, the, the media always drives his nuts, right? And I always wonder, <laughs> they do, they just, they just, him and Tom Brady, it's like a couple Uh-oh. people that they, why had, why do you feel like y'all didn't win more Super Bowls? Because it feels like, you know, when you just look at his game, he looks like, if not one or the top two quarterbacks Absolutely. in the league. So I always wonder, like, how did he not, you know, win more Super Bowls? Because y'all That's had a good question. That's a good question. Uh, especially at the time that I was playing, we had, you had six guys you can throw the ball to, and run, and run the and run the cob was the the low on the low, uh, on the podium. Yeah, he, he was nice at the time. It was just that that aura, bro. That you know what I mean, you got to be able to connect with your players. You got to be able to dial, dial your guys in, um, and and get them sold to what to what you're about. You know what I mean, um, off the field and on the field. You know what I mean, you got to adapt. You got to be able to get with the culture too. Because most of his guys was, um, let's be real, African-American guys. And he had Jordy Nelson that he connected to very well. But you know, Jordy was really nice. And uh, it, 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 was just, it was just a dynamic that you know, I, mean, I think he couldn't grasp to. Let's, let's stay on Aaron for a little bit. <laughs> let's do it like this. Uh, Aaron started the, I think, of course, you know, he took over Brett Favre. We, first of all, we know. No, he played the Cowboys. Yeah. That was his first game. Yeah, that was his first game. Mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. Cowboys mm-hmm. up. So... Yeah, were you a fan of like the Packers, uh, Brett Favre, and then of course Aaron Rodgers coming in to like take over what the Packers was about to do next? Were you a fan of like just the team? Yeah, I was because uh, if, if you go go back and read on the history of the, the Green Bay Packers, they do it they do it one way and one way only, and they stick with it. And uh, as you've seen, the only the, the the quarterbacks they had in the last what twenty years, well thirty years, right. Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers, and so they. They only gonna go get the ones that you know what I mean fit with the Green Bay way. You know what I mean, and the Green Bay way it works. You know what I mean, it it, it works at at you know what I mean at a certain point until like this week we met. You got a team that that's some dogs. Detroit Lions. They ran the ball, put it in their face, and uh, I think that's where we got to get more cultured at. That's where the Packers got to get more. Uh, you know what I mean? They got to go out in the off season and the free agencies and and go pay the money. But at the end of the day, you got a guy like Aaron Rodgers getting. Two hundred million dollars, and he's the franchise. So you can't you can't spend and go get the core that he needs, like the the, the Hopkins and the receivers that he really needs. Not the cops, not the buddy buddy deals. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> now keep it real, because I remember um, 
Des Bryant had a complaint about Romo. Felt like, you know, him and uh, uh, Witten was drawing up plays type shit. To, you know, like kind yep. of boosting his numbers. Did you ever feel like that? You know, like, damn, like they got some going on him and Jordy. Like, damn, why he get out there? <laughs> you know, as a receiver, you're going to feel like, nigga, throw to me. I'm trying to get my stuff. Yeah, and, and I was that type of guy. Like, I'm the guy, you, you, got, you get out the huddle, I'm like, I'm going to give you one. I'm going to give you <laughs> I'm gonna give you a little pat. Look at me, please. And uh, but at the time, man, there was so many. The ball was going so many places. And uh, like I said, we was the best best receiving crew on turf for six years. Let's just be real. And uh, it was just it was just hard to get the ball all the way around. Was there any other quarterback you wish you could have played for as you were going into the league? Um, Absolutely. As I was going into the league. Of course, of course, you want to play with Tom Brady. I mean, he's one of those guys where. You can adapt to that guy. You can get close to that guy on and off the field. And uh, and just seeing him from afar, never met him or nothing like that, but just seeing how he moves and, you know what I mean, how his, his lingo and the things he do, that, that's a guy that, you know what I mean, you can play for. And you can give your body up for it too also. There you go. Any other quarterbacks that you just was kind of like? Not really. Let's go and nip that in the butt. <laughs> hey, let's keep, let's keep it a being, right? We, you know, we got Dez Bryant. You know, I love black people. I'm a pro-black man. But it just seems like the black quarterbacks don't never be accurate, bro. Never be active? Ac accurate. With the oh, accurate, yes. Like, honestly, like, who would you say is the best black quarterback playing right now? Wow. Best black quarterback. I, I, think, I think the reason why, I'm just going to go give it to your buck, too. I think you, you, get, you, get, you get the other quarterbacks that's the, the iconic, the... the the, the, the Caucasians, the white boys, yeah. and they, they critique their games in the offseason. They don't have the chains. They don't have the bling and all the extra, you know what I mean? That's just, yeah, to be real. Yeah. And you got, you got the other, the, on the other hand, you got these, uh, the, the, what's the guy from Jackson, Jacksonville? Uh, long hair. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know his name. You got you got guys like that. That's icon of quarterbacks. The guy in leads, and you got Lamar Jackson with the bling and all that, and off season coming in. And it's all about detailing and working on your craft in the off season. And I just think us as you know what I mean, as African Americans, I was addicted to the game. You know what I mean? Yeah. I ain't gonna lie to you. I worked 365. But when you get a quarterback that's getting the quarterback cheese and the quarterback money and the quarterback fame. African-Americans, I don't think we, we dissect it like we should. I'm just giving it to your buck. Do you feel like athletes are getting more and more like looking like hip-hop artists and rappers yes. too much? And, and, and careers are, uh, are, going short, are getting shorter and shorter because you got guys hustling off the field. Back, back, in, back in the guy, it was just strictly on the field. Let's work your craft. Let's see how good you can get. Let's see, let's see good on good, best on best. But now it's seeing who can make the most money off the field. Right. You know I mean, yeah, I think it started with Marshawn Lynch. Marshawn Lynch was getting paid more than off the field than on the field. He was a whole brand. And so you get you get that. And so, you know what I mean, you start you start forgetting what really got you here. And that and that was playing on, on this on the gridiron. Yeah, so do you think it's because I even look at it like the rap game, do you think that we're just looking at more like a hustle than actually putting our passion into it? Wow. I, I really, I really do, and that's why I was gonna go with the next. I think us as brothers and us as, I mean, uh, the, the culture we was raised in, most of us was raised in. We look at it as a hustle, a come up, the next come up, the next check. When we get in this, when we get in that, 
But when, when it was all like, if you finish, you're going to get what you want. If right. you do the right, the next right thing, that's what I call it. If we go out and do the next right thing, you're going to get all you want. Because obviously you're here in the National Football League, you only got, what, 200, what, 300 guys that's getting in the dough on that on the signing day. So I think it's all about doing the next right thing. And guys, the guys forget that. That's real. And I know you say you don't watch movies. but I really, I really don't. There's a movie called Any Given Sunday. I watched that, bro. Okay, all right, all right. <laughs> Has he seen something? <laughs> all right, so I'll say it like this, man. Any Given Sunday kind of showed you how uh, off-the-field situations could affect on-the-field situations as far as, let's say, even a quarterback, wide receiver. Yep, yep, yep. That's real. Did you, for you in uh, 12, was that a situation <laughs> as far as off-the-field would affect on-the-field? Did y'all kick it off the field to, like, say, hey, give me more passes or did – did anything like you know how like y'all might just work yeah. out together? Yeah. Like, hey, you know, hey, target me. I'm not gonna, you know, hit me. Yeah, we 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 really didn't have that relationship. It, it's it's out, so it ain't nothing to be hidden or nothing to be you know, I mean under the rug. But we really we really didn't have that relationship. Uh, once once practice was over, once uh, the film is over, once that is over, me and twelve went our opposite ways. It wasn't like let's go to dinner here, let's go do this here. When we touched the grass or when we touched the film room and got in the nitty gritty of things. That, that's when things happen. We, we really try, to, uh, try early on to make yeah yeah we out. did we did uh, over the time we did uh, actually in, in, in the in the end of my career we tried McCarthy tried to put us together it was like uh, here you two motherfuckers need to we need to figure <laughs> we, we need to, we need to figure this out so uh, on on Saturday nights we, we'll get in there and uh, me and him being there just talking about nothing it wasn't nothing about football it was strictly family how are your family. How's your family? How are you doing in life? So it's strictly just getting that that bond, and uh, and then if you get the bond off the field, it automatically clicks. If you throwing if it's seven steps here and you're trying to get the ball to me, it just automatically clicks. The chemistry does. Now earlier we you, we were talking about what makes a team, and I feel like you answered perfect because you know when there's no cohesion, yes, like because we're supposed to you we want to feel like everybody here is my brother. So for our family, we're gonna protect each other. We're gonna play well. We're gonna we're gonna make sure we're gonna pull the best game out of each other. But when we're divided or we don't have a real relationship, like we can't get our best out the game. So how do you how is wow. it that you create those relationships so we can get the best out of each other? I felt I felt like that my whole career actually um, uh, dealing with Aaron Rodgers. No, um, I, I was that guy uh, once again coming from I was pure. You know what I mean. It ain't, it, ain't, it ain't shit I'm trying to hide. It ain't shit I'm trying to do sneaky. It ain't, it ain't no finagling or nothing. It's like, I'm me. You know what I mean? Um, I mean, when I walked in, it was straight business. I was like, you throw me the ball, I'm going to do my best to catch you. You feel me? Uh, and, and I don't think we ever grasped that, uh, that relationship. And I think that hinders relationships on the field as far as, like, I, I need you to go seven steps. And then I'm looking at you like, I ain't going, I ain't going nothing. You know what I mean? Because that chemistry was off. I mean, I'm looking at him hostile. I mean, and I go through some of my career in the National Football League. I'm like, damn, I didn't even like seize. I didn't even like grasp and like take advantage and like and love on it like I should have. You know what I mean? I took every day for granted. And I was like, shit, I'll be here the next day. I'll be here next Tuesday. I'll be here next Tuesday. Next thing I know, I'm, I'm paralyzed and didn't, really, and didn't really love on a game, the game that I, I worked for so much because I'm looking at, I'm looking at uh, Aaron Rodgers like, man, I really want to hit you, bro. <laughs> but I can't, you know what I mean? <laughs> We're the professor. <laughs> like, like I'm losing ASAP. 
as, like, <laughs> so I had to do that. I had to do that my whole career. Like, man, I really want to hit you so bad, bro. And, and, um, and it was just one of those things. And I think, I think with all the stress and all the stuff on it, it uh, yeah, I think that, that, helped, that helped shorten my career, too. Yeah, it comes from an honest place, man, for real. It comes from an honest place. Um, let's talk about your position, uh, the tight end position. First of all, what, what was your uh, Madden rating? Were you, you know, nah, 89. 89? Come on, bro. Quit playing with me. Hey, man. Quit, play. We, come on now. <laughs> We go, we go the, 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 every play. So, man, you were, um, you were, what, like, stats-wise, considered, like, the greatest tight end, possibly, or is the greatest tight end for the Packers. Um, is, yeah, not even possible. Yeah, and, and I, I'm, I'm looking through you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm waiting for you to get right. Yeah. I'm waiting for you. <laughs> that, that was motivation for the other upcoming tight ends. I, I, man, I'm looking straight through you, bro. <laughs> man, for, 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 that, for that position, um, when you look at the greats and for you to do what you've done with the Green Bay Packers, um, when it comes to legacy, uh, you know, even with your son and kind of going forward, um, how does that feel to be, you know, top dog? Like where people, as of right now, are gunning for yeah. you know, hopefully your position and your stats. Uh, it, it, it's neat, man. It's uh, it's very different. Um, and, and for my and for my little my little kid, it just it holds a. Uh, you get that podium up here, and he's got to reach it. You know what I mean? It's either you reach it or not. And that that's how I hold him. You know what I mean? Treat him like a kid, but at the end of the day, you know what I mean? Uh, hey, pops, pops done something. And uh, we train like it. We eat like it. We sleep like it. And everything we do, we uh, hey, it's it's winning mentality. And uh, and that that's that's with all my kids, man. And. Uh, that's why, hey, the pipeline, I, I built that pipeline for a reason. So what are your thoughts on Jason Witten as a tight end? <laughs> That's on, good. Let's go. Hey, I, 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 I got to give him something, though. He done 14, 15 years. He, he, he retired. He done really he well. went back to play again. I got to give it to him first before I get him. He done really well. Slid, caught the ball, got his yak. I mean, well, got his yards, not yak. And uh, done his thing. But he just didn't, man, he played a game like he was just playing for another day. <laughs> man, he get the ball, it ain't, nothing, it ain't nothing to it. He get the ball, fall, but that's the game, though. Now, come on, now. He had that's what, kind, but, kind of play where his helmet came off. Yeah. He still, he kept trucking, no helmet. Hey, then I tell you, you got to be a ball player and an actor. <laughs> that, that, that's what that is. And, and once again, Jason Witten is all, one of the all-time's best. Yeah. And so he, he did his thing. He played, and he... At the time, and uh, at the time, the, the game was getting uh, really, you know, what I mean, uh, to up tempo level. He played the game right. He started going out of bounds, sliding, and not taking the unnecessary hits. So, I really respect him for that, though. There you go. And I have to ask, um, just your thoughts on uh, Aaron Hernandez. And when I ask you that, uh, to where <laughs> you have a chance at NFL, you're playing for, uh, you're playing for Tom Brady. Yeah. And um, sliding, yeah, yeah, sliding all yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, wow. He's not sliding on the field. He's not sliding on the field. He, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what he said? <laughs> what he said? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, hey. What What are your thoughts when you see someone with an opportunity like what he has, and then you see something like that in his? You know, he, he ended up taking his own life. Um, in regards. Right. To where, you know, his story, you know, playing out on Netflix and everything. To yeah, yeah. I, th I think that the situation he went through, um, all of that, I think is very tough. Um, doing what he was doing and playing in the football game and doing all that is, man, that's, that's, that's very tough to do. Right? Because, yeah, because, 
I plan, 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 plan announcing the football and doing what he's doing, that's playing football is already tough. Do you know what I mean? And then you got that on your head doing all this. That's, that's, that's man, that's, that's hard. Blame a lot on that because they talked about concussion. Yeah. That caused a lot of that. Ooh. And you mentioned something earlier where you're kind of acting, acting on impulse. impulse. Uh, it could, it could, it could. You got if you out hanging out, um, very hostile environment. You got liquor on your brain, and your brain's already bruised. I mean, uh, it it could do a part in it. Has anybody ever tried you? Just out, out. No, no, I don't. I don't move like that, man. Yeah. I'm, I move real uh, professional. Um, I hang with good people. Uh, quality people, and uh, that's just that's just how I roll. So I, I never get in flack. Yeah, yeah. If you find me in flack, man, I was looking for it. <laughs> so, so I gotta ask you about um, at one point in time you had Colin Kaepernick with the kneeling situation, right? You weren't in the league, but from a player standpoint, was that a distraction? Was it real? Was it something that you would have jumped behind? Like, cause you know, at one point I know it had been a lot of pressure on all the black players. To either make you know stand with it or or nil. Yeah, um, it's a situation where you gotta you gotta pick once again, personal or business. And it ain't nothing about no race or nothing like that. It's either like you want you want to get paid, that's what we're here for, or you want to play around with these people. And uh, yeah, <laughs> I, when you put it like that. <laughs> Because you say, do you want to get paid or do you want to play around with these people? I want to get paid. You heard what I'm saying? <laughs> so you got you got to pick one. I mean, you want to pick, uh, go back to the, the gutter where you're from and, and, and be like them people out there. Or you want to pick over here and go get, I mean, it's, it's the, the money, the quality of life, set your family up for life, yeah. or, or hinder a, a, a check over do, here. Do you think he just got in too deep and he just had to stand on it? Uh, I, I think, uh, yeah, I think that's that was the, the end result of that. I think he just got way too deep in the situation, and he had to he had to go with it. Now, being a regular guy, how, how was that transition to you know NFL superstar to? We ain't shitting on the six five. We ain't shitting on six five. But I mean, you know. Maybe you're not getting recognized as much as you used to. Yeah, uh, it happened to the Bish Oh, no. We didn't say anything. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> this, dude, this dude's funny. <laughs> How, talk about that transition, like just being regular. Like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's different uh, because once you, you go places, you go here, you go there. Uh, I mean, you get, you get recognized, especially, you know I mean, in, in Green Bay, Wisconsin, where it's very tight. It ain't no clubs. It ain't the big city. It ain't the. It ain't the you know what I mean, the buildings. It's all about football, and uh, and now when you go play, you know what I mean. I, I don't. I don't mind. I like it. I'm very low key as it is. Um, it don't bother me at all. Um, of course, I have to adapt to not going to practice every day or not doing all that. But being a regular person, I'm already low key and chill. Um, so it, it really didn't hinder anything I had going. So what do you do instead of practice? Like how do you you know you want to stay fit? You want to stay in some kind of shape? So. What I do now? Are oh, you saying I look good? Yeah, I. I, yeah. Mean, like, I look better, but. <laughs> <laughs> I was up to the club. No, no, now, man. Um, like I said, I got, I got, I got boys um, that I deal with now um, that keeps me, you know, what I mean, motivated, keep me moving to, you know, what I mean, high levels. Um, like I said, I'm going to coach. I'm going to school now to go to, go coach, and uh, I keep active in the community and with the, you know, what I mean, with the youth. And uh, man, they keep me—they uh, keep me moving. They keep me active and keep me, um, 
I mean, mobile. Are you in touch with other act or <laughs> retired NFL players? Like, do y'all like do y'all link up? You know, like you know, give each other holidays or whatever. Yeah, uh, used to now. Now, now my kids getting older once again. I, I can't, I can't move like that. You know what I mean, I'm a, you know I mean, I, I move, I move very different. You know what I mean, I, 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 I take her. Uh, yeah, uh, very true. Uh, and and I move very different. And uh, I mean, I got, I do got one buddy that I do connect with, and that's Jamal Charles. And uh, we we do pretty much similar things as far as um, he, he deal with his kids. He he got a family. He got, you know I mean, the the quality of, the quality of life. And so uh, when I pick when I pick a, a friend, I, they got to be similar to what I'm doing in life. You know what I mean, mm-hmm. we can't be, you know what I mean, going to the moon and back, but uh, we can go halfway there. <laughs> so tell us how you got into coaching and dealing with the youth. What? How did, tell us about a little bit about that. Uh, just my life, and that's how I grew up. Uh, I, I just knew uh, I, I never had I never had a I mean a professional athlete come to my my, my hood or my, uh, my the streets where I live at. Uh, I mean throwing the ball or even getting behind the rope, holding the rope, or setting up the cones. I mean uh, so uh, now when I give back, I mean it's a it's a give back. If you come there and you ain't got the, you know what I mean, the finances to pay me or whatnot, man, jump in the drill. I mean, you are you already here. You done drove here for what? For nothing. And uh what's that? Oh yeah. And uh, like like I said, I, I like uh, I got a company now uh in Elevate You where, you know what I mean, um I elevate kids um to the highest level uh and try to get them to to the to perf- perfection as quick as possible. Um, if they're in high school, I try to get them to college quick as possible. And at college, I try to show them the NFL before they even get there. So, uh, the 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 you know what I mean the business that I'm uh, forming now, trying to move it around the world and get and get these kids uh, you know what I mean up to tempo, up to speed, uh, as quick as possible. So that sounds like the same thing, uh, Deion Sanders. Absolutely. With Jackson State. Yep. Uh, what are your thoughts when you see uh, him coming to Jackson State for the two years that he did and provided them what they provided them? For the three years, I'm sorry, for what he did, uh, and then of course choose to go over to Colorado uh, University, uh, University of Colorado. I, I think I think it was it was uh, it was very smart. Uh, I think I think highly I think highly of Dion uh, and, and what what he's doing with these kids and uh, and what he's doing with um, organizations and programs around the world. I think is different uh, because he's tapping into, you know, what I mean, showing these kids what it takes to get there for one behind the scenes, um, and, and he's treating. Every situation, like the NFL, or uh, like the hard, you know, what I mean, to to get to get to what these kids want, and uh, I think Dion's he's doing it. He's doing a great day. Do you think it'll ever be a day where HBCUs will be looked at as top tier for the recruiting classes, like yourself, growing up, coming out of college? Yeah, I think Dion. I think Dion leaving HBCU. I think it kind of like messed it up low key because of he he was the face. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, he he was the face of it, but. At the end of the day, like we talk about, you either get elevated or you get eliminated. Mm-hmm. And at the time, Dion got elevated and he went to the high level. Or he could have been losing, and guess what the people would have said? It's time to get him out of here. So I got to get your thoughts then on, uh, we just had TCU versus Georgia State, where TCU was, you know, they finally got to the big stage, national championship, fighting for it for years. Uh, I mean, of course, you know, they played already, but to get there, and then you see a seven to sixty-five or sixty-five to seven blowout. Yeah. Um, does it make you change your idea as far as when they let you know, like lesser, uh, you know, not even HBCUs yet, but lesser teams that's not in the Pac-12 and things like that? 
Yeah, it, it, it does. It does. When, when you go from, when you go from, you got TCU over here, you got Fort Worth, and you go to Georgia, where, where they, they, you know what I mean? You got Mississippi, Louisiana, you got the swamp. Yeah. You feel me? These kids built different. Man. Let's just be real. And, uh, and the lights was on. It was a hostile environment. I'm, ta- I'm, I'm taking Georgia I'm taking George all day. Oh, so you were taking George all day. You knew it was going to be that Facts. they made for this. Facts. It got that, that first two touchdowns, I, I just knew it was in the bag. And, and, and it was just, it's just that the mentality. And if you go to the National Football League, NFL loved the Georgias, the Mississippi States, the uh, LSU, uh, now Texas A&M because they're the SEC. And so they love them teams. And you come down here to TCU, they don't like touching them for some reason. I don't know what it is, but you go to you go to the big schools, NFL love them. Get the fours and fives there. I'm telling you, I'm telling you. Uh, so now that you're, of course, just a, you know, you watch Sunday night. I mean, Sunday night football, like everybody else. Um, Cowboys. <laughs> First, are Cowboys America's team? Yeah, I, I was raised a Cowboy fan. Okay. So. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see where yeah. we stand. First. Let's see where yeah. we stand first. <laughs> All right, so the Cowboys, man, I, I want your thoughts as far as just on the Cowboys organization, man. Jerry Jones, of course, the 90s was the 90s. Uh, and now Jerry Jones is still there trying to pull this thing out. First with Romo, now with Dak. Uh, Dak back from injury, lights out. He's been playing lately. But then they never seem to live up to the big stage of the Super Bowl. Uh, what are your thoughts just on the Cowboys stigma as America's team in the Super Bowl? I, I, do, I do think that that, that that dude needs to lead the team as far as America team. Because you know, I mean, America's team's got to win now. Yeah. So, but at the end of the day, uh, you know, what I mean, they they do revenue a lot. You know what I mean, Jerry Jones is the he's the face, he's the man uh, behind uh, all the madness. But uh, I do think they got a problem. Uh, uh, they they can win a Super Bowl if they can get it together. Uh, but at the end of the day, man, uh, yeah, they need to take that label off that. Just you, just on the outside looking in. What is up with Dak? Like, like it's moments. Where I think, I think it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot being, it's a lot being the, the, the American team. It's a lot being the Dallas Cowboys quarterback. It, it, it's, it's a lot, man. And, and at the end of the day, I got to look out for the player because you never know what the player is going through yeah. mentally. Right. And I, I can't, I'm, I'm a Dak. I like Dak. Yeah, he, he, he's, he's a gamer. You can't find a quarterback that can throw two picks and then come throw three tutties yeah. mentally. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, 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 and he and he does that, and I and I, I'm I'm a big Dak fan. I'm a big Dak fan. Period. For when you see him break his leg, I mean break his uh, his ankle, and you see like from you even come back from injury, you see a player like a quarterback who breaks his ankle. What kind of mental toughness does it take to still go out there, and <laughs> run like you do, but yet like a season ago, a couple of seasons ago, you, your leg, your ankle just dangling off your foot? I, it's, it's, it's more a mental state of mind. Uh, you got to be somewhat built for it. You got to be uh, made for it uh, me- mentally. Um, and I know a, a lot of mental stuff went on with Dak and a lot of mental stuff, you know what I mean, went through his head. But at the end of the day, he, hey, the kid is a game player. He's, he's a ball player, I mean, and uh, he, he can, that, that's his position. And I think this is his team. And I think Dak can take them guys to the Super Bowl, though. I do. Uh, I wanted to touch back uh, just a little bit about um, you dealing with the youth. Um, now I know you see you you get a lot of trouble youth that come, and you know you try to pour into them and mentor them. How hard is it to you know build that relationship with kids you know and trying to put them on a the path when you see them kind of going the opposite direction? Um, I, 
my thing, I just I try to show them the way I live and the, and the things I've been through. You know what I mean? It, it's a, I just try to show them guys there's another way to do this, another way to deal with this, another way to go about it. And, and after that, I, I let them them guys make the decision. If it's my kid, I force feed them with it. Right. You know what I mean? But, um, you know what I mean? Kid, kids are going to be kids at the end of the day, especially especially you got all the tags on your name, you got All-American, you got all these offers. It's going to come to them, period. And um, as far as, you know, I hear a lot of coaches that they, they work with youth, they often say, you know, you become like the father figure if there's one that's absent in the home, um, you know, to the point to where they might be spending the night at the house. Is that something you've come across yet or that you had to, had to deal with? No, I don't, I, we don't do all that. We don't do all that. All right, man. Uh, first take or undisputed? Is that what? First take with Skip. I mean, what? Uh, uh, what's that boy name? The Shannon Sharp and them, or uh, Stephen A. Smith? I gotta go Shannon Sharp because because once you get into that that realm of life, you go that that Shannon Sharp shoot from the hip. I don't want nothing off the clipboard, nothing. You got to study for it. I just want you to get on set and let's go. So that's why, yeah, that's why I go with that show. Do, do players respect the, the commentators that haven't played? Absolutely yet? not. <laughs> not. Not at all. Yeah, if you ain't been here or you ain't been through the, if you ain't been through none of the things I have been through, like, why, why listen? What's the most you've seen one of the players on the team trick off on a woman? I, I I would never, I I would I would never in that realm of life. <laughs> Pull up aside, like bro, really? <laughs> nah, I, them, I, they got, they, the guys done that. I'm running. Real talk. Hold on, wait a <laughs> now I just gotta ask, how much money would you have to make to just put somebody up in a condo, like like old boy from uh, I I wasn't even in that realm of life. I'm saying, how much money would you have to make? Like you gotta be. I, I, I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> we got one more question, bro. <laughs> so, with that being said, um, uh, I just want to take uh, on. Uh, I think there's a movie coming out of '80 for Brady. Uh, Brady's playing at a at a high level where he's in the playoffs at his age. What does that tell for you when you see the test of time for quarterback doing that? Yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> uh, yeah. At that high level, that means you're taking care of yourself. You're taking the game serious. And uh, like I said, I'm, I'm a big Brady fan. If I had to play with any other quarterback, I'd play with Brady. And, and, and that's, yeah. And I, I would think any player in the realm of the football, NFL, Pop Warner, you would want to play with a guy like that. I always thought it was like NFL is getting more easier on quarterbacks that you can't touch them. Absolutely. Don't touch them at all. Like, I'm like, it's like, bro, you can play till you're 50 now. Like, yeah, yeah. You can't touch me. Like, yeah. Man, and that's where you want your kid to play, if you, if you know what I mean. But my kid's gonna be six four, two fifty. He ain't gonna be a quarterback. You have a college you want to go to yet? No, nah, it's open. Highest bidder. Highest bidder. So, um, as far as what you have coming up, man, you got some things coming up. I believe even Netflix might be even in the works. Yeah, we we working on that. Me and my dog Rodney working on that. Yeah, Rodney I'm Smith, uh, uh, work, working on big things and. Uh, like I said, I train the kids. We elevate you. Got seven on seven team. We travel around the world and play, and uh, man, we got a lot of things that's popping off right now. My guys. Any words of motivation or encouragement you could give any young kids that's looking to get to your level of how you succeeded in the NFL? Absolutely. 
Yeah, man, you got to set a goal. That's that's the first thing I did, um, especially um, as a as a kid, as a kid that didn't have nothing. Um, I, I set a goal and I stuck with it. Uh, it wasn't no finagling. It wasn't no um, going up and down. It was just straight through it. And uh, and I had a mindset of, uh, you know what I mean, of being successful, not even popular, not even having money, just being successful and um, uh, doing what I was called to do. And, and that was, uh, you know I mean, giving back for one and uh, doing what I love. And uh, yeah. To the elevate you, like, oh uh, yeah, any so, as, yeah, any kid can get to it. Um, it's on my social, um, uh, Instagram, Facebook, uh, the Twitter, and uh, yeah, so it's up tempo workout, 45 minutes. Some of them don't make it, some of them do. We, we break that seal, <laughs> and uh, yeah, yeah, it, and it's uh, it's very up tempo, and uh, it just teaches once again it teaches kids how to, you know, I mean, when mommy and daddy ain't around, and you got coaches all over. You go into Texas and you got this coach that never break it because you done been through it. So it's, it's, it's one of those workouts. Men for a beast. Man, we just want to thank you so much for giving us a little bit of your time, brother man. Awesome brother man. You truly are a legend of it. And we appreciate you for stopping by. I do. All the social media because you said that's how you get at it. Yeah. Yeah. All the social media. Yeah, throw it out there. Right, Jermichael Finley is at Jermichael Finley. Everything you got Twitter, Instagram, Facebook is all yeah, it's my full name. Only one, only, only one. one. Yeah, if, you ain't, if, you, if you find a Jermichael, you tell me, <laughs> my guys. Yeah, hold on, wait. Oh, oh, this, you best, about to close that? This, this is the best part, brother. You are a real life street. Shout out real ass street stars, nigga. Moolah. Hey.